Hello, hello, hello. My name is Mauricio. Welcome to It's Just a Talk. This is episode 012. And that was Not Clyde, a.k.a. the song is called Nauseous or Wait. Uh, welcome. This is your Spanglish political queer shady everything podcast. Again, my name is Mauricio. And I hope you're ready because this podcast is where we talk some tea. We talk some truth. But, you know, we always have to leave some time to talk some shit. Today's episode is being brought to you by Lumpia. If you don't know what Lumpia is, it's this Filipino taco, burrito, the best thing. It's little, it's made with pork, beef. You dip it in this, like, sweet and sour sauce. It tastes like magic. It tastes like I got in a magic carpet, and someone flies me to the hundred islands of the Philippines, and, you know, I you know, find some men, because I love Filipino men. So if you're ready, I'm ready to get this party started, because today we actually have a guest. I'm sorry. Uh, that was RuPaul Adrenaline. And if you watched yesterday's episode, you know exactly what that song is from. As it was going, I was in my seat in this beautiful closet in Oakland, California. Yes, bitch, I go back in the closet for this. Uh, and I was like going back, like Naomi Smalls was going back, little by little by little. And my guest was like, bitch, don't break your back. I was like, it's okay. I only break my back for men that don't want my love back. <laughs> Oh, tragic. <laughs> tragic. All right, you guys. I want and girls and they and them and whatever you identify as. We're gonna try and figure out. We're gonna play my favorite game that I like to call "Who You Is." When we try and figure out who the guest of today is, so we're gonna start with some rapid fire questions, and you at home could try and figure out who my guest is. And I mean, I guess you have one clue because today's episode is brought to you by Lumpia. So. Yes, let's get this started. Because if you're ready, I'm ready. All right, question number one. If you could talk in your sleep, what would you say? Oh, God, I really hate rapid-fire questions. But anyways, if I could talk in my sleep, let's see. What would I say? I was like, did I douche last night? Two, what is the first thing you do when you get up in the morning? Brush my teeth. Three, what is your favorite movie quote? If you're a bird, then I'm a bird. Four, four, what is your favorite joke? <laughs> Your face. Five. What would you do on Mars for fun? On Mars? Have sex with an alien. Because that's pretty hot. Six. If you could get yourself anything, what would you get? A boyfriend. Seven. <laughs> where is the worst place you could get stuck? <sighs> New Jersey. Eight. What would you do with your 15 minutes of fame? 15 minutes of fame? I don't know. Have a scandal. Yeah. 
Where would you go if you were invisible? Hmm, invisible? Area 51. And last question, what is your favorite flavor of ice cream? Chocolate. Okay. All right, y'all. If y'all guessed at home, congratulations. You can have a cookie. If you didn't guess at home, I guess you could still have a cookie. Just make sure that those double extra stuffed Oreos that just came out a couple days ago. But uh, guess, tell us who you are. Yo, what's up, what's up? My name is Shaquille, just like the basketball player, but unfortunately, I do not play basketball. I really hate talking about myself. That's why on my Tinder bio, like, just hit me up, because I really don't know what to say about myself. All I gotta say is, I love to thrift, I love to watch YouTube, and I love to suck dick. Okay, it sounds like, um... What's her name? Jujubee on RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars 1, which is like, my name is Jujubee. I like long walks on the beach, big dicks, and fried chicken. So you, I like thrifting. What was the other one? Thrifting, YouTube videos. And sucking dick. Um, if you haven't noticed, our guest is a complete F-A-G. He's a fag. So he's gay. I can say it, okay? I'm gay. <laughs> I can say fag. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, question, Shaq. Where are you from? Uh, originally, I'm from Mombusa, Philippines, and then I moved to Jersey City, New Jersey. Why Jersey City? I don't know. My mom and dad wanted to go there. Okay, so what brought you to California? California, let's see. My job. So I work for the Coast Guard, and they stationed me here in the beautiful Bay Area. And this little island called Alameda, where white people go? Continue. <laughs> That's pretty much it, yeah. Uh, how old are you? Oh, uh, let's see. Tragic. I'm about to be fucking 25, so right now I'm 24. So he feels like his life is over, so fuck my drag. Um, anything interesting you want to say about yourself? Any fun facts, hidden tricks, other than you being a po power bottom? And this is not to say that Asian men are power bottoms. I'm not saying that, but the last two that have been in the show have been. Hmm. Some facts about me. Let's see. Oh, I'm about to have my own YouTube channel soon, so make sure you guys follow it. It's going to be focused on fashion, skincare, and thrifting hauls. Is it going to smell like thrifting, like you smell? Oh, bitch, stop. Don't even <laughs> All right. Thank so that is our... You know, our portion of the episode called Who You Is. And we're going to move on to our next portion of the podcast called How Was Your Week? And as y'all know, whenever we have a guest, we usually don't talk about my week because we talk about what's going on in the last couple of weeks. So the last episode came out was two weeks ago. So I'm thinking I'm going to do it every two weeks now. So maybe this should be How Was Your Weeks? <laughs> that doesn't sound the same. It I'm really trying doesn't. to sound like Wendy Williams. How was your week? <laughs> um, all right, so first off, we're going to review last episode of RuPaul's Drag Race, and then this last, yesterday's epic episode of RuPaul's Drag Race. So last episode of RuPaul's Drag Race was a RuPaul roast? No, it was for Lady Bunny. Yeah, it was for Lady Bunny. It was like a... So Lady Bunny is like this... Epic drag queen from New York uh, who has been doing drag for years now. Uh, she started doing drag with Rue, with RuPaul in New York, and she's still a drag, and she's she's talk shit. She's kind of like Bianca Del Rio, like she's a shit talker. And so the challenge was supposedly Lady Bunny died, and they were going to do a eulogy, or as Monique Hart would say, a rulogy, <laughs> um, and try to make it funny. It was kind of like a roast. 
Uh, what do you think? Who are your top roasters? Top roasters, hands down, was definitely Manila. Manila. I love, love, love Manila. Isn't that the capital of the Philippines? It is, actually, yeah. Oh, okay. It is. I knew that. I just wanted to be a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead, top two. So, okay. I will definitely pick Manila Mm -hmm. and Monet. Even they, they were the top two. Yeah, I'm they between. Were the top two. I'm, I agree with Manila. Manila was amazing. Oh, yeah, like the fact that Manila had like that um, comedy mo- portion where she literally said no words, but she came out with this huge umbrella oh, with yes. a veil. Yes. And she like opened it and then she like made a face when she looked at Lady Bunny. And it was like comedy gold because there was no words said, but the audience started laughing right off the bat. So I. Adored that. Not only that, like, her fashion was on point. Like, yes. The umbrella part, the one that you were talking about, it was perfect. It was you know beautiful. I mean? And I I would say my second one, I'm teeter-tottering between uh, Monet and Monique Carr. I actually really like Monique Carr. Oh, she yeah. Was that skin funny. That she did was perfect, yeah. Okay, who perfect. were your bottoms? They're all bottoms. Actually, <laughs> I know that none of them are. I know. <laughs> Manila's first. Oh, yeah, I didn't know that. Um, who were your bottoms? Let's see. Valentina, hands down. Valentina, I've been telling y'all, Valentina needs to go. Definitely. And as much as I love her, she wasn't funny, but Naomi. Okay, I can see that. I would... I would say my bottoms were Trinity and Valentina. And they're both actually bottoms, so. (laughs) (laughs) But, okay, so then uh, top two were Monet and Manila. They lip-synced, and they both win. So the gag, both of them are winners. Oh, yeah, I was definitely gagging. So the top were, everybody, if you weren't in the top, you were a... Bottom. Mm-hmm. And so we find that out. The whole club, it was a whole bar that we went to watch it, was gagging. And if you don't know what gagging means, gagging is, like, in shock. It's, like, gay lingo. Or, like, shook. Mm-hmm. Shook is another way of saying, like, gagging. Like, oh, my God, I'm gagging. Not necessarily, like, you're gagging, like, kind of like how Shaq does when, you know, he gives blowjobs. Um, <laughs> I don't. That's beside the point. And so then they both went to lip sync. And then Rue stops it and says... Now, all... I forgot. I think it was like, now all stars rules has been suspended. Yes, and nobody goes home. So then we fast forward to yesterday's epic episode. So we find out that when they go back to the workroom after nobody gets eliminated, Lady Bunny comes on in the mirror and everybody gets scared except Valentina. I'm telling you, she's evil. She's the only one that didn't get scared. Did you see that? I saw that. I Everybody was like, oh, my God. And she's the only one. She stood there still. And I was like, this bitch is the devil. <laughs> I'm just saying. And devil they, and drag. Uh, devil and drag. Devil and drag. And then they turn around and the, all the eliminated queens are standing there. We find out this last episode that both Manila and Monet. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. they both chose oh, Valentina yeah. to go home. But because nobody went home, this bitch survives another week. Ugh. I hope next week she gets eliminated, honestly. I'm hoping to. Mm. So then they do this thing called uh, Lip Sync Lala Perusa. Lala Perusa, yeah. Yeah, so basically the rules have changed. Mm-hmm. Manila and Monet are safe, and the four eliminated queens get to choose the four queens that are still in the game to lip sync against, against, to lip sync against, and whoever wins gets to stay. 
Now, if an eliminated queen wins, they basically stay. They and what just, happens? They just to, rotate. And they rotate. So the queen that's still there gets to go home. So then they get to choose, and we find out that um, Latrice Royale gets to choose first. Yeah. No, 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 no. Yes, because she she was the last one that went home. Oh, I really thought it was, like, the first one that got eliminated. No, 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 no. They mm. perform first, but the one that gets to choose who they want to go against is the first one that went home. So it goes in order was Latrice. I think it was Gia. Gia. Farrah. Farrah. And then Jasmine gets whoever nobody wants. Yeah. And they're all going to lip sync to RuPaul songs. So then, obviously, we know that Latrice is going to choose... Monique, mm-hmm. because she was talking shit about how, like, oh, like, you were just in genuine, you sent me home, and this, I'm here to be the queen, this is why I'm here. Like, it made me not like Latrice anymore. No, same here as well. The one thing that I hated, once both of them stayed, uh, Latrice wants to be all best friends with it, and she was shit-talking to the Max about it, and that shit does not fly. Yeah, you know we'll I mean? get to that. And so then, um... We get to the Lala Perusa, and the first ones that go up is Jasmine and Trinity. What did you think? <laughs> oh, girl, Jasmine, she was terrible. She Look. was terrible, honestly. <sighs> Genuinely, she is an amazing drag queen. That's Don't what I was going to say. Wrong. Like, I've seen her perform in L.A., in yeah. Long Beach, and Jasmine, like, ter- puts the house down. Like, she's, oh? she brings the house down, I mean. She is a great performer, always bringing the house down. But, bitch, with this performance, the house was going nowhere. Yeah, like her ass. Oh, my God. And, you know, I feel bad because they, they did peanut butter and, like, that song, like, you have to shake your ass to it. Mm-hmm. And, obviously, if you're wearing padding, like, your ass doesn't move. And fucking Trinity is all fake. Yeah. So she was able to move her ass. So then that happens, and then RuPaul decides... Should we just spoil it? Yeah, fuck it. Yeah, well, we're it. talking about it. <laughs> so, let's see. Who stays again? Trinity does. Oh, yeah, you're right. Were you thinking that Jasmine stays? Yeah, I was like, wait, oops, wrong drag queen. But yeah. So then Trinity stays. Jasmine ends up going home forever. Ever, 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 ever. And then up next was Gia against... Gia against Naomi. Oh, my God. That, that shit was, was amazing. Epic. Like, I honestly think they both should have stayed. Yeah, they should have. They have an amazing performance for the both of them. You know what I mean? I agree. I was gagging once Gia took off her first costume. Yes. And then she went something a little, I don't know. She had like this like flowy, like cha-cha gold outfit. And Naomi just had like straps. Mm Mm-hmm. But bitch, when she started going back like Matrix style. Do y'all remember the Matrix? Do you remember the Matrix? Yeah, I remember it. I felt like she was doing the Neo. Like all the bullets were coming (laughs) at her and she was going back and back. It's all the bullshit that she's All the bullshit that people are talking about. Oh, you know what it was? Mm. It was RuPaul sleeping on her. That was going through her. I've been saying this. RuPaul has been sleeping on Naomi for the last, all these episodes. Mm -hmm. And Naomi has been doing so great. Her fashion has been on point. She's actually been doing good in the challenges and people have been Sleeping on Naomi. Stop leaping, sleeping on Naomi. Come mm-hmm. on, Pearl. Wake up, Pearl. <laughs> um, so then Naomi gets to stay. And yeah. then next we have... Uh, it was Pheromone and Valentina. And Valentina. Valentina. I expected so much more from Farrah. Farrah was beautiful that night, honestly. Oh, like, I mean, whole... I'm not saying she isn't. No, I know. But like throughout that whole performance, she was good as well. I think... It was because Valentina took it more like a comedy, 
And that's why she won. Because she, like, really was getting on the floor and being, like, a little kitty and stuff. Yeah. And then... Once that happens, we knew that what's his face... I mean, what's her face is going to stay. Then that Valentina was going to stay and Farrah was going to go. Mm-hmm. And then what you all been waiting oh, for. God. Literally the kicker. Which is what uh, Monique said. What did she say? She said, this is the Super Bowl of drag, baby. This is what y'all been waiting for. It was Latrice against Monique. And mm-hmm. all I have to say is I was gagged. You don't have a gag reflex. No, but like I and I know, and I was gagged, so that's how great it was. <laughs> um, oh my god! Like they both took their wigs off. They both had costume reveals. They both did the splits. I thought fucking Latrice was gonna die and never come back up. Oh yeah. I thought the stage was gonna break. Oh no, never mind. And that's too much. <laughs> never mind. No, but like, well, honest. Let me ask you a question. Yes. How did you feel about Latrice's outfit? I feel like she could have done better. I think Latrice's outfits are, like, season four outfits. And mm-hmm. I think that's what Monique was saying. Like, she's bringing out these beautiful, like, rhinestone outfits. But I'm like, bitch, like... She's been doing that a lot. Yes. I'm like, tired of it. I want something new. Drag has evolved so much mm-hmm. since you were on the show. And to the point where, like, now it's, like, it's not doing it for me, sis. We ain't doing it. Yep. So then RuPaul says, Latrice Royale. Shante, you stay. And the club or the bar we were at yesterday went silent. So silence. Everybody was just in shock. Everybody was like, oh, no fucking way. Like, oh my God, Monique is going home. I was actually (sighs) shocked. I was so shocked. Monique's face reminded me of Shangela's face when she didn't make top two. You know, when you, you can just see someone's heart break. Yeah. That's what it was. Just kind of like the way that my, my face looks every weekend when a different man breaks my heart. And I was like, oh, <laughs> my God. She's going home. I, like, could not close my mouth. Uh, not because there was anything in it, but because I was shocked. <laughs> I was shocked, too, honestly, because, like, based on the other eliminations that they had that whole episode, I wouldn't expect what was going to expect next. Yes. And then RuPaul says what she says when everybody gets eliminated... Monique Hart, you will always be an all-star. And we're all like, oh my God, she's really yeah, sending she's her really home. Going home. You can tell by her face, she was like, I can't believe this happened. I know, I know, she was so shook. She was so, yep, yep. And then RuPaul says, and one more thing. Shantae, Shantae, you stay, stay. too. <laughs> and she then drops the floor. Yes. The club goes crazy. Yeah. Oh, my God. It yes, was like yes. what I imagine happens when, like, mm-hmm. an interception happens at the Super Bowl. Yeah. Like, all the straights, like, start jumping <laughs> up and down at the at the sports bar. <laughs> That's exactly what happened yesterday at the oh gay bar. Oh, my God, yeah. All the gays went crazy. Bitch, you too. I you went crazy, like, bitch. I literally jumped literally on the stage, yep. jumping up and down. <laughs> Nobody can tell me nothing. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys want to see, I have the video on my phone. You know, so y'all can see it later. I'll, I'll repost it on mine. <laughs> Alright, y'all, we took a long time in RuPaul's Drag Race, oh, man, so we're yeah, gonna yeah, have yeah. to go. We have a list of shit to go through. Oh, but RuPaul's mm-hmm. Drag Race is an essential part of this show whenever it's in season. Um, the new queens have are going to be revealed 
revealed on Thursday. So next episode, we'll go ahead and, I guess, go through the queens that we don't know who they are. Bitch, we all know. We all read Reddit. We all have people that work for production or something. Mm-hmm. That, you know, Connections and everything. Connections yeah. that people tell us. Like, I can name all 14 queens plus Miss Vanjie. It's no surprise, bitch. It'll be 15 queens. Vanjie's coming back. Miss Vanjie. Oh, Miss Banji, Miss Banji. We're trying to make it come back. Well, you know, if you think about it, that was like a really good prediction because of what fucking Lady Bunny did. Oh, of course. They're trying to like hype her up mm-hmm. again. Yep. They're trying That's to re- the rehype so that she has a good comeback. Kind of like your back last night, full of cum. Mm-hmm. All right, with that, we're going to move on to the next thing it. of how was your week. We're going to go through it really quickly. The next thing on the list is with the new Carmen Sandiego show, voiced by Gina Rodriguez, actually came out yesterday. I think it was yesterday, yeah. It's on Netflix. Um, do you remember Carmen Sandiego? How do you remember Carmen Sandiego? Uh, I just remembered her as like a video game. Oh, person. bitch, I didn't even know she was a game. I only remember her as a show. What game was she? She was in this game, uh, I don't know what it was, but it was for the PC, but it talked about, like, history, world culture, so that's pretty legit. It's for the PC. I don't know, bitch. I remember her as a show when in the 90s, which you probably are too young to remember. 1994, let's start with that. Okay, um, and I remember Car- Where in the World is Carmen Sandiego was my favorite because San Diego is a Spanish name, and I was like, oh, bitch, she's probably Latina. And now she's being voiced by a Latina, which is Gina Rodriguez. She's a little problematic, but it's okay. We still love her. She's one of the first Latinas to have a Golden Globe in recent times. I'm not forgetting about Rita Romero or the other ones. Uh, okay, so we're moving on. So we're going to go to, I guess we'll go to talking about cartoons. Marvel released a new drag mutant called Shay. Oh, that's perfect. Did you that's hear about thing. that? No, I didn't. I really didn't. So Marvel released, uh, it was a couple weeks ago, um, they released a drag queen named Shay. So this makes the first drag queen superhero. Mm-hmm. And she's equipped with a, um, a fan that she... Thorps. Uh, so it says Marvel has introduced its first drag queen superhero and she couldn't be more fabulous. The Commons giant recently unveiled a mutant drag queen called Shade. Introduced in an issue of the Iceman comic, we first see Shade turn up at the Mutant Pride Parade and her powers sound equally awesome. She can teleport by flicking open her handheld fan <laughs> and enter a poppet dimension. Bitch, that I'm here for really, it. Yeah, sounds really good. I am here for it. Oh, my God. Oh, question for you. Yes. Question for you. If you were to have any superpower, what would it be? Uh, If I could have any superpower, I would be like... um, like the cartoon version of Rogue. I hate the Rogue? movie version of Rogue mm-hmm. because they make Rogue look so weak. But in the cartoon version, Rogue is like a badass. She can fly. She has superhuman strength. She can steal people's powers, and so she can like she adds on to powers. My favorite mutants were always um, Rogue, Jubilee, um, and Cyclops. Those are my three favorite ones. Oh, good ones. I like that. What were yours? I only had one, and that's Storm. Storm. Yeah. Storm is epic. You know there's going to be a Storm a movie? No so, oh my god, other news. So, this brought it up, and I completely had forgot. So, the character, the actress from A Street Bill Can Speak, 
or can talk. If Street Bill can talk, which y'all need to go see, it's an amazing fucking movie. It's an movie adaptation by the book written by James Baldwin. Why don't I know this? Please take my gay card away. <laughs> you probably don't even know who James no, Baldwin is. No, my gay card's already taken away. It's okay. So the actress that plays if, uh, who is it? Kiki Lane. It was released recently that Kiki Lane is going to be playing a Storm in an upcoming movie about Storm. Oh. So Edmund Star. Oh no, it's Alexander Ship. Never mind, not Kiki Lane. It says Alexander Ship is reportedly outraged <laughs> after Beale Street's Kiki Lane reveals she's trying, she's buying to play Storm. Oh, never mind, this is something else. That so was a yes, totally different that was a totally different article. But yes, Kiki Lane is go- going to be playing Storm mm-hmm. in the um, in the Storm at like human version. What is it called? I think her own storm movie. Yeah, but like, what is it called when it's a human version? Um, oh my god, you live know, action? live action. There you go, <laughs> a live action so, movie yeah, of Storm. All right, I'm sorry, I totally went off the radar. Off the radar. You really did. Off the radar. Uh, the next thing on our list. So we have. Um, so in the recent weeks since my last episode, Cynthia Brown was granted clemency in Tennessee. Do you know who Cynthia Brown is? Oh, I mean, Centoya. I'm sorry. I apologize. Centoya Brown. Do you Have you heard about her? I heard about her in the news about how she murdered her... So, the th- so she was kidnapped by a man, mm-hmm. and then she was kept in a dungeon uh, as a sexual slave, yeah. and then the you man would then, like... Uh, sell her for sexual favors to, like, different men. Yeah. And when she was 14, I believe, she, like, killed one of those men to escape. And when she went to court, the court gave her life in prison for that. that. I feel like that shouldn't be a thing. Of course it shouldn't be a thing. Yeah, that's ridiculous. And so she's been in jail for 15 years, I believe. And she had a life sentence. And so recently she was, like... All social media was talking about Centoya Brown and how, like, the uh, court system has been just... It's fucked up. It basically failed on her. Exactly. And so, Tennessee governor, I believe, gave her clemency, which means that by the end of this month, she's going to be released from prison. But the thing that I'm still a little pissed about is that even though she's going to be released from prison... She still has gonna be on parole for ten years of her life, That's and like I'm thinking, like this is gonna be so hard for her to get a job. Like somebody better give this woman a job. I'm just saying. Seriously, she like throughout all her life is just nothing but hardship. Exactly. Uh, talking about hardships, uh, I'm sorry. I'm trying to be the queen of what's a call when you go from one thing to another. Uh, Segways. Segways. Uh, so recently, in the, also in the last couple weeks, on January 10th, I believe, happened, uh, the trap artist Kevin Frett, who was an openly out trap artist in Puerto Rico, um, was killed by, like, homophobic people in Puerto Rico. Oh, God, yeah. He was riding his motorcycle. Um, I, be- I didn't even know he was riding anywhere. <laughs> I just know that, like, he got shot and killed yeah. uh, in Puerto Rico. Uh, so it's a big deal because he was one of Puerto Rico's first openly, like, artists, and they, like, shot him down and killed him because of homophobia. So, yeah, so 24-year-old pop star. I, w- I don't want to say pop star. He was... He was a he was a whole rapper. Yeah, he was a trap star. Yeah. Um, Kevin Fred was shot dead in a motorcycle in Puerto Rico. This did happen on January tenth. 
Um, I guess we're gonna move on to the Gillette commercial. Oh, I just watched it, guys. It was pretty impressive. So, what did you think? I think that it's good. The fact that, like, you know, we have to be these types of men to, you know... Stop, like, uh, yeah, if you haven't seen the Gillette commercial, it's super powerful. Um, I want to play it for y'all, but I don't know, like, the, the rights. <laughs> uh, but, like, y'all need to go to YouTube, uh, search Gillette, um, make Ben better commercial, I think I searched. Yeah. It's, uh, like, it's like a mini movie. It's super amazing. Um, yeah, I was shook. It's called, yeah, just click Gillette commercial. Uh, where is it at? It's We Believe. It's called We Believe the Best Men Can Be. Basically, in a commercial, it shows, like, the way that, like, men have been Throughout told. all the years. Yeah, they're, like, masculinity and being super machista is the way to go. Yeah. And, like, the quote, like, boys will be boys or, like, being aggressive or, like, sexual assault, it's okay. Mm -hmm. And so then what Gillette is trying to say is, like, are we really being the best that men can be if we're doing all this shit? Or should we do different? Because, like, little boys growing up are looking at us as adults and trying to figure out who they're going to be. Yeah, and kids copy the older figure, too. So Mm -hmm. if we take that change, start with the younger people, then look what's going to happen in the future. Yeah, um, the thing that made me, you know a little upset was that there was people talking shit about it on, like, Twitter and everything, like, oh, like, this war against masculinity, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, there's no war against masculinity. There's war against toxic masculinity. Yeah, exactly. And there's a difference. And if you're defending toxic masculinity, then, bitch, who you is? Um, All right, last, um, I saw something. Did you know that the 10-year challenge, which actually started by, uh, what's his name, the one that started Facebook? Mike. Mark Zuckerberg. So yeah. Mark Zuckerberg started the ten year challenge. He really did. Yes. Oh, bitch. And then they like took off, and everybody has been doing a ten year challenge. Bitch, <laughs> even I did a ten year challenge. I did it. I did one too. It was so fucking tragic. And so I mean, it's hilarious to see how tragic people were ten years ago. And still tragic now. Bitch, speak for yourself. Uh, But, like, (laughs) so I read an article that there is, I guess, what's the word where, like, people are thinking that something is being done for a reason? Um, There's conspiracy. There you go. There's conspiracy that maybe he did it because Apple is trying to find out a way to find out how people age. And by having your 10 years ago challenge in nature today, they'll be able to digitally find out how you're going to look in 10 years and then, like, give that information to, like, the feds and shit. That was a conspiracy theory. That's I don't a know. conspiracy theory, but the thing is, I just want to know how I'm going to look 10 years from now. But giving out information to the feds? Uh, no, not for me. Well, talking about 10 years, I think it's time we move on to our next segment, our question of the week. So I guess okay. we'll see you there. All right, all right, all right. We're back with our first segment. I mean, 
technically who you is was our first segment. How was your week is our second segment. But <laughs> this is our third. If you I guess this is our it. third segment. Okay, look, I went to public school. Okay, so me too. I didn't learn my numbers. So blame <laughs> public school. Blame the school system. This is why I work in education, trying to change that shit. Yes. All right. Uh, first segment is our question of the week, and I think it seemed really. I guess perfect that you're here. So I uh, know y'all heard that Shaq, he said his name is Shaquille, but nobody to call him Shaquille. We no. call him Shaq or Sis. Um, I like Sis better. There you go. So Sis uh, said that he is part of the U.S. Coast Guard. C-G? Is it USCG? Yeah, USCG. USCG. I was going to say USPS. I was like, oh, no, <laughs> you're not a mailman, bitch. <laughs> And so it seemed perfect uh, to ask this question. Yeah, go for so it. So as many of y'all know, uh, Don't Ask, Don't Tell was repealed in 2010 uh, when oh, Obama signed, you know, a basically a presidential, what's it called? He signed a bill. He signed something. His signature went on something that made, that repealed Don't Ask, Don't Tell that was put in place during the Clinton administration. And so... It's 2019, Mm -hmm. so it's nine years later since the Don't Ask, Don't Tell. If you don't know what Don't Ask, Don't Tell, it basically meant that if you're in the military, like, you couldn't be out or you couldn't be LGBT out and about because if somebody found out that you were gay, then you would get this honorably discharged. Mm -hmm. And when you get this honorably discharged, basically, like, you can't, it's really hard for you to find a job. Uh, All your benefits are taken away, like... Mostly a job because the reason why people join the military is to get secure paychecks, benefits, so shit like that is not cool. So my question of the week for Shaq is, nine years after the Don't Ask, Don't Tell repeal, you are part of the military. So how is it being part of the military nine years later as a queer man in the military? Queer man in the military. Overall... Um, my unit, which is Coast Guard Cutter Bertoff, they're by far an amazing people that I work with. They treat me the same. They talk to me just regularly. I'm very open when I'm on a boat. Mm-hmm. I'm very open. I don't hide it whatsoever. And they're just very accepting about it, you know? I don't have to hide who I am, which is great. And they accept me like one of their family members. Do they ever, like, ask questions about, like, your sexuality or anything? No. You've never (laughs) felt like um, you were, like, I don't know. Like, I guess because when it first was repealed, I knew people who were in the military after Mm -hmm. it got repealed um, after 2010. And so there was a lot of animosity between... Like, pe- like current, I guess, military members that started to come out yeah. and their, I guess, comrades, you call them? What do you call them? Well, for me, it's shipmates. Okay, so like shipmates, boat. comrades, um, I don't know. I guess battle buddies. If Whatever. Army. <laughs> People that were also in their branch of the military. Yeah. There was a lot of animosity. Do You don't think you've ever felt that nine years later? No, definitely not. Okay. I mean, I just joined 2017, it's been, like, what, almost two years? And overall, like, the people I met, they're very kind. They're very accepting to me and other LGBT members. Oh, so you're not the only one? Yeah, I'm not the only How one. How many other queer people are in the ship with Let's you? Let's see. Um, we used to have another gay male, but he went to a different place. And then we have one 
lesbian there as well, and she's really nice too. All right, all right. Um, and fun fact too, when I was out in sea in June, we actually held our Pride Month on the ship. You had Pride Parade at the ship? <laughs> Not Pride Parade, but like a Pride slideshow talking about the LGBT community. See how far have we gotten? Where? Who who presented this? Um, basically, my shipmates. The, it's called the Morale Committee. So they were talking about what should we show off. And since it was the month of June, they're like, all right, let's do Pride. Let's show the gay members that they're appreciated. What did they say? I'm so curious. Really? Yes. They just talked about the history of LGBT. They definitely talked about the Stonewall, which was very impressive, too. That they, they knew these little things? Yeah. Okay. They did their research. They did what they need to do. And you know what? They presented it just right. That is so cool. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, do you think maybe it's because you're the Coast Guard? Do you think it's different in other branches? Oh, hands down, yeah. In my point of view, I think it is. Uh, do you think it's like still like hard for LGBT members in other branches, um, would you say? Or would you say it's because the Coast Guard is a lot more open? What do you think it is? I like to say the Coast Guard is a lot more open. Not to mm-hmm. say like the other branches, and because I don't know how the branches are. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I only know mine. Um, the Our former Admiral, Admiral Zunkoff, he What's talks... What's an Admiral? Admiral's like... The HBIC, the head bitch in charge. The head bitch in charge, okay. Yeah, the head bitch in charge of the whole Coast Guard. He basically said, like, we're here for you. We're always going to support you no matter what, regardless of race, gender, uh, uh, sexual orientation. We actually have our first transgender officer. Really? In the Coast Guard, yeah. What's their name? Uh, let me look it up. I just saw it on the news like a couple months ago, and I just remembered based on talking oh, to Oh, like you. not on your ship, but like in general? In general, yeah. Oh. It was really impressive, and by that, I was like, perfect, like one more step. Did joining the Coast Guard was the reason behind it because you had heard that it was easier or like better oh. for LGBT members? Or why did you no. decide to join so, the Coast Guard? Fun fact, I didn't join the Coast Guard. For, I don't know how to say this, but... I didn't pick the Coast Guard first as my first option for the What was your first option? My first option was the Air Force. And I didn't join because I think that, you know, LGBT communities are good within a certain branch. I joined the military because I felt like I was going nowhere in my life. Uh I was 23. I was working a 9-to-5 job just to stay alive kind of shit. And I see. Isn't that a song? Yeah. (laughs) Beyonce reference. Good. Yes, bitch. bitch. But I'll be honest with you. The reason why I joined the military is because I felt like I was going nowhere in my life. Do you feel like you're going somewhere now? Yeah. I mean, other than like all the places the ship is taking you, (laughs) but like, do you feel like your life has direction now because of the military? Yeah, my life definitely has direction because the reason why I joined is like I see all my friends like graduating college. Like, you know, being successful. And then I felt like, you know, what am I doing? I have nothing to show for. So I was like, you know what? Let's do something different. And so you did the military? I did the military. But you did go to college, didn't you? I did go to college, yeah. And then where did you graduate with? I didn't finish. You didn't finish? Okay. I only have my associates. And so you joined the military to be able to help you finish? Um... Or do you a think change. you're going to go back to school after oh, you're I'm done? Oh, I'm definitely going back to school. 
do you think you're going to stay in the Bay Area? <laughs> Definitely. I love the Bay Area way too much to leave it. Okay. So how much? How many more years do you have in the in the Coast Guard? Two more. Two more years. Two eh. more years. And then actually, Shaq is actually leaving us for, what is it, nine months? Yeah, nine months. <laughs> nine months. I'm out. Where are you going? I can't really say, but follow oh, me on Instagram. It's a secret? It's a secret. Okay, I didn't know it was a secret. Sorry. But he's getting on this ship, and he's sailing sail for all these months. So yesterday we gave him, like, a goodbye dinner. We had, like, a, a roast for him. Not like a rose, like a pig. Okay, that was Valentina's joke. Stop stealing her joke. Okay, I'm sorry, <laughs> Valentina. Look, her delivery was off, okay? Oh, if so only off. she would have done a better delivery, yeah. she would have been funny. All right, no more talking about drag. That was segment one right I there. know. <laughs> no, drag is always in all the segments. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, yeah, so, uh, yeah, we're going to miss Shaq. And so that's what I was like, before you, because he leaves tomorrow morning. Yeah. <clears throat> so I was like, before you leave, we have to record, because I I don't know what's gonna happen to you in the ship. Maybe you're gonna turn straight. Ew, never thought. Okay, I, I, I'm glad to hear. <laughs> All right, so that was the segment, you know, question of the week, and we're gonna go ahead and move on to our POC or queer excellence of the week. So we'll see you there. All right, all right, all right, all right. Welcome to the next segment of the show where we crown someone our POC Queer Excellence of the Week. That song was... Do... <laughs> How do you say that? Just do-do-do-do. From Blackpink. From Blackpink. K-pop girl group. Fun fact, they're going to be in Coachella. Do-do-do <laughs> by Black. <laughs> Okay, just so you know, whenever I have a guest, the guest, she says the music. So he was like, oh, I know this song. It's K-pop. I was like, sure. And He I wanted can't... something more upbeat. So what yeah. did I do? I did that. Because I'm normally just a hip-hop, R&B kind of guy. So Do-Do-Do by Blackpink. <laughs> Get at it. All right. Uh, so our POC Queer Athletes of the Week, uh, this is a segment where we talk about someone that is either POC or queer, and they just did something excellent since the last time we were on the show. And so for this time, it felt right to give it to someone who recently announced that they're going to be running for president. This makes them the about. very first Latinx person to run for president. So they are vowing for the nomination for 2020, and that is Julian Castro. Oh, yes. So Julian Castro is our POC excellence of the week. So before Julian Castro was running for president, he was actually the mayor of Texas, of San Antonio, which is one of the only places in Texas I've been. That's where that place is. What's that called? Um, that place uh, in San Antonio uh, that looks like a church, but it's not a church. Cathedral? No, 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 no. Like, that's where one of the battles happened in history, or her story, or their story. Um... The Alamo. There you go. I'm sorry. That's where the <laughs> Alamo is at. I'm sorry. I'm flagged. You, you said church, so I, you know what? The There's Alamo something. looks like a church, though. Tiene como una campana and everything. Let's see. See, sí. <laughs> campana means bell. I'm oh, sorry. Okay. 
Campana is bell. Now say it with me. Campana. Campana. There you go. He's learning Spanish. Now, how do you say, uh, how, how do you say campana in Tagalog? Uh, campana, that's basically like a bell, right? Yes. Yeah. How do you mm. say it? Campana. Wait, you say it the same? Yeah. Yeah, that's so cool. Campana. 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 So if I ever go to the Philippines and I need to ask for a bell, I just say, Campana. Campana. <laughs> Yo, that's so funny. Do you yeah. know why it's also Campana? Yeah, I do know why. Because the same fucking white people colonize our ancestors. <laughs> this is why our last names are always the same. Like, whenever I meet someone that's Asian, but they have a Latino last name or a Spanish last name, I'll be like, oh, you must be Filipino. Because the same white people fucked over our ancestors. It's, it's my last name? Uh, Andaya, yes. Yeah. Andaya, I would say it's like a Spanish last name. Okay, work. Andaya. Okay, I'm sorry. So, back to person of the week. So, the reason why our POC of the week is Julian Castro is because, uh, like I said, he was the mayor of Texas in San Antonio. Yo, my ADHD is off the hook. Like, literally <laughs> went off, like, rails. Um, he was most recently in 2009, he joined, I mean, no, in 2014, actually, he joined Obama's cabinet uh, when President Obama, bless his soul, um, was president. Uh, he was the United States Secretary of Housing and Urban Development. I met him at CHCI last year and took a picture with him. I was like, <laughs> oh, it's Julian Castro. Um, he also has a twin brother, Joaquin Castro, who is a congressman. But on January 12, 2019, Castro officially launched his campaign for the Democratic nomination of President of the United States in 2020. Oh, looks like he's getting my vote. Ooh. This makes him the very first Latinx person to ever run for yes. president. So, yes, bitch. And on his speech, he said his, he did his speech in English and in Spanish. It was oh, lit. Mm -hmm. And in his speech, he mentioned how, like, his grandma, who came three generations ago as an immigrant, and his mom, who worked multiple jobs, never would have believed that, like, her grandchildren, his mom's sons, would be in government. And, like, one of his sons is a congressman, and now the other of his sons is running for president in 2020. So, uh, Castro people, Julian Castro, if you're listening to this or if you hear this, get at your boy. You know, I would love to work for that campaign. I've been saying it for eons that if when the first Latino runs for president, I need to be in that campaign. I know I just started a new job. Um, so if you're listening to this and you work for my new job, don't worry <laughs> about it. I'm not... I'm not trying to quit and work for Julian Castro. But Julian Castro, if you want me to work for your campaign, it's a good position. Get at, get at your boy, okay? Hit <laughs> <laughs> his line. Uh, so with that, we're going to move on to our next segment of the week. I mean, our next segment of the show, which is called Today in the Country. We're going to get serious up in here. I don't like being it's serious. It's a serious matter. Very serious matter. <laughs> if you're Greek, you know exactly where that came from. We'll see you there. I won't stop, get guap. Ten white toes and them toy flip flops. Manicures and pedicures, I'm always tip top. When they say I'm not hot, all these lies need to stop. Cause I'm icy, wifey. Haters wanna fight me. Never been the one get RP up on a white tee. Keep my hands clean, got some hitters moving shicey. Ask me if I'm rolling with some Gucci, bitch, I might be. It's very unlikely, my wrist ain't looking icy. Charging by the minute, cause my time is very pricey. Yeah, I be with a boss be judging for my vibe. You can feel it in my energy. Hey, that was. 
Sweet Tea by Icy Girl. I, for the longest, I thought it was Sweetie, because it's spelled S-A-W-E-T-I-E. And I was like, Sweetie, Sweetie. <laughs> Do you know that song by Sweetie? And somebody was like, bitch, it's Sweetie. And I was like, oh, Icy Girl. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, welcome to the next segment of the podcast, our Today in the Country segment, when we get to talk about shit that's happening in the country. And most of the shit that's happened in the country is based off of DJT. Oh, if you didn't know, I don't call him by his name anymore. Really? I don't call him the president. He's not I don't even call him the 45th or whatever his number he is. I call him DJT now. You mean the orange man? The orange man. <laughs> DJT. Talking about DJT, the first thing on our, that we're going to talk about is this government shutdown. So today, by the time this airs, the government shutdown would have gone on for 30 days, breaking the record for the longest government shutdown ever enacted in history of the histories uh, in her stories and day stories in the United States. <laughs> and all I gotta say to that is uh, to quote a great prophet a couple days ago, let me let, let me tell you what this great prophet said. Ready for this? want to remind you because it's been a little bit over three weeks. Okay? It's been a little bit over three weeks. Trump is now ordering as his summoning federal government workers to go back to work without getting paid. Now, I don't want to hear y'all motherfuckers talking about, oh, but Obama shut down the government for 17 days. Yeah, bitch, for health care. So your grandma could check her blood pressure and you bitches could go check your pussy in the gynecologist with no motherfucking problem. Now, I know a lot of y'all don't care because y'all don't work for the government or y'all probably don't even have a job, but this shit is really fucking serious, bro. This shit is crazy. Like, our, our country is in a hellhole right now. All for a fucking wall. Like, we really need to take this serious. We, I feel like we need to take some action. I don't know what type of action, bitch, because this is not what I do. But, bitch, I'm scared. Bitch, we all scared. Okay, so it's going to be the longest government shutdown ever. And the reason why this is, and not only the government shutdown in like his history of the Americas, but of the United States, but also it's like for a reason that's not going to. Oh my God, I'm sorry about that. For a reason that's not like for for the country. So yes, Obama did it for healthcare. Um, there's other presidents that have done it for other things, but this bitch is literally doing for this wall. That like, I believe the last time there was a poll, almost 80% of Americans don't believe this wall is necessary. So he's doing it for like that 20% and for his fucking ego. That's really why he's doing it. And there's all these people like Americans that work paycheck to paycheck. They are not getting paid, cannot pay their rent, cannot pay them bills, cannot buy their children and their families food. And this bitch is over here buying McDonald's and all this shit to this team on fucking silver platters and saying, oh, this came out of my pocket. Like, I bought it because the government is shut down so the caterers can work so I put this on my phone. Bitch, if you're so fucking rich, why? Oh, no, 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 no. I need to calm down. Girl, that's the most ghettoish shit I've ever seen. Because we're gonna talk shit about that later. So that'll be in my talking shit segment. So we're gonna stick to the government shutdown. <laughs> and actually, Shaq is working for the government. So how is this Ugh. affecting you? So, unfortunately, the Coast Guard is not under DOD, Department of Defense. We're under DHS, Department of Homeland Security. So, by that, I ain't got no coins running. You know what I mean? I'm broke. No, well, I'm not, I'm not that broke. But, like, you know, I really want my paycheck. 
But it's very unfortunate because there's a lot of families that I know that's in the Coast Guard that's, you know, they're need, they need their money. And look, it's been going on for like, what, 30 days now and we're not getting our fucking paycheck? Come on now, we're literally out there saving lives. We're out here, drug interdiction, prevent all these like drugs from coming in the States and shit. Like, come on, we do all this work for what? For this, not getting our money? Mm-hmm. Mm, so fucking tragic. So, uh, a couple of days ago, Alessandria Ocasio-Cortez, which was almost my person of color of the week. Almost. I mean, she could be every fucking week if we, <laughs> for all I cared. The, the badass bitch. Like, what What did you say? Head bitch in charge? HBIC. HBIC for show. Her and other Congress people and other congresswomen literally went around... Like the fucking where the Congress are running around looking for this bitch, Mitch McConnell, who is nowhere to be found because they're trying to be like, bitch, like, where is like, you know how Trinity Taylor says, where are the jokes? I'm trying to say, where is Mitch McConnell? Where? Where is the paychecks? Sis, where you at? And so what's been happening is that people are literally showing up to, like, Congress and to Mitch McConnell's office and showing up with, like, their bills, their rent, and be like, bitch, like, where, where, like, where is this shit? Like, I'm trying to pay my bills. So if you are one of the people affected, I'm so sorry. Like, I wish there was more that we can do. Unfortunately, there's not, other than just wait it out. And these people are not doing shit. So, yeah. Let's move on. So the next thing on the topic that's going on in this world is... Oh, not in the world, but I guess here. Uh, Recently, Kentucky and Florida have introduced bills to make abortion illegal in their states. Florida's already crazy enough. Florida's always been crazy. And Kentucky... I ain't trying to go to Kentucky. Like, the only Kentucky I want is Kentucky Fried Chicken, bitch. I knew you were going to say... And, like, look... I'm honestly a Popeyes fan, but... The Women's March was this weekend. And the fact that it is 2019 and women still have to fight for the right to, like, do whatever they want with their bodies, it just, like, boggles me. Kentucky, Florida, bye. Like, Nets. Thank you, Nets. <laughs> Thank you, Nets, bitch. <laughs> the Nets thing. So, also, uh, talking about strikes, talking about, like, marches, I uh, just want to shout out all the L.A. teachers that have been marching with UTLA. If you have not seen this, all the Los Angeles teachers have been marching. Uh, and a lot of people are asking, like, why are they marching? Bitch, they're marching for better conditions in the classrooms. They're marching for uh, a, for races because teachers get paid shit. Like, literally, be, being a teacher or as a past teacher myself we don't get paid enough teachers don't get paid enough also in la classes are overcrowded some classes are as big as like 45 students in a classroom when like some of these classrooms don't even have enough seats for the students that they have lausd schools also there's a nurse once a week so we have they have to tell their students oh you're feeling sick i'm so sorry sweetie um the nurse is not here today so you can't go and so just stay strong, UTLA. Um, I think it's really crazy to me when the superintendent of Los Angeles school districts makes more money than the governor of California. The superintendent makes around two hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year, Damn. and the governor makes one eighty nine, I believe. That's and then, terrible. fuck. What's it called? Um, 
if you're a board member, you start off at $150,000 a year. What? Just to be a board member. By the way, board members are part-time. So, part-time? yes, pay the fucking teachers more. Uh, the last thing we're going to talk about is uh, Michael Cohen, who was uh, Trump's, or DJT, I mean. He, like, worked for the campaign. He has agreed to testify on February 7th. Um, and he has agreed to testify. Who did he agree to testify? Let me... I'm sorry. I was looking at this. He agreed to testify uh, February 7th before the House of Oversight and Reform Committee. Uh, basically, testify against Congress with the other work that he did for Trump. And this is actually Trump's former lawyer, or DJT's former lawyer. All I have to say is this bitch wants a wall, and all I can see is it's crumbling, bitch. Your wall is crumbling. All right, we're going to move on to the next segment. We're going to do a quick one. We're, gonna, we're running out of time. And we're going to do our Hoy en el Mundo. I'll see you there. things that are going on in the world, even though it's been really hard this time around, because, like, Shaq said, what did you say? What did I say? About how all the world news... Oh, the all the fucking world news is revolving around the U.S. Yes, like, it, I was like, what? Like, you're yeah. right. Like, we're looking for something that's happening on the world that, like, doesn't revolve the United States, and, like... Bitch, this just shows that, like, literally the world is looking at us right now. We're such and an being like, pendejos, what the fuck are you doing? I feel like they're looking at us. They're looking at Spain. And they're looking at fucking uh, Brazil with this Bolsonaro. New fucking president is trying to ruin the world. Uh, that song was actually Bad Baby? I think it's Bad Baddie. Maybe. I don't know. But that's not a D. That's a B. A girl. Bad Baby. Which is the Bregoli girl from fucking uh, Dr. Girl, Phil. guys, guys, is the Catch Me Outside, How About That Homegirl from Dr. Phil. Yes. But this song slaps, yo. It's called Babyface Savage. And I would, somebody told me about it. And when I heard it, I was like, yo, the fact that I, she is, like, enunciating so well every single word so quickly that I can understand everything she's saying. Girl, like, I mean, I don't, I don't like her, but this song... It slaps. All right, Catch so the me first... outside, how about that? <laughs> Catch me outside, how about that? All right, so one of the first things that, uh, w- that we found that happened recently was there was a huge fireball at a Mexico, pipe li- Mexico pipeline that killed 66 people. Wait, alcohol fireball? No, bitch. Like, a, a, like an oil refinery. It was actually an oil company called Pemex, um, part of the pipeline that they built to, like, carry oil from, like, where they're drilling to the refinery. Oh. Like, basically, like, caught on fire and exploded and killed 66 people in Tutspan. Investigators and record personnel are trying to figure out if there's more people they have been killed. So far, there's been 66 people killed and 76 injured, which makes, like, a total of, like, a lot. 
Because I don't know math. We can't do math. We can't do math because we won't went to public school. Girl. Pay those teachers more money. <laughs> Girl, I really thought, like, when you said fireball, I was like, oh, okay, they're taking shots. No, bitch. So, basically what happened is a blast happened in Tlajuliban, about 70 miles north of Mexico City, mm-hmm. about 13 miles from Tula Refinery, where there was an explosion. And a lot of people that died were not only refinery workers, but there are also people that lived in the city. Uh-huh. And that actually peace. happened hours ago. Really? Yeah, it happened uh, a la, a yesterday. <laughs> a la yesterday. Another thing that's happening in the world that people are talking about, and uh, Shaq was looking, it's the, what are they calling it? Uh, they're calling it the super blood wolf moon. What kind of shit is that? It sounds like some fucking um, teen wolf shit. As long as what's his fate, if teen wolf be coming out, bitch, I'll suck that dick. Okay. <laughs> Girl, I'm done with you. But anyways. What does it say? It says right here that the super wolf, super blood wolf moon, whatever fucking shit is, they're just, how can I say it? I don't know. It's just the fucking Earth's natural satellite turns a striking shade of red. So the moon is going to be like bloodshed red, which is scary to me because, you know, I grew up in church and there's this book in the Bible. It's, I think it's the book of Revelations. It talks about like the apocalypse and it talks about like when the moon turns red and then the, the oceans turn red. And I was telling Shaq, I was like, wait. If you think about it, all these oil spills are making the ocean look red. So it's not necessarily like red, like blood red, but like red for some reason. And now the fucking moon is turning red. Bitch, this is too familiar. It's too familiar. I can't take this. Bitch, this is spooky as fuck. And then Shaq said... (laughs) He said something about, it's okay if I die. What did you say? Bitch, it's okay. If I die, I lived a great 25 years of my life. Uh, but what is he though? And he gets to 25. He's 24, but his birthday's actually next week. So the 24th, guys. The 24th. So with that, we're gonna move on to our last segment of the show and my favorite segment, where because we told you some tea, we told you some truth about what's going on in the world and in the country, and now we get to talk some shit, yo. Ooh, I love my favorite shit. time my of the favorite day. Sport. So get your tea sets and get everything that you talk shit with and let's get this shit started. I'll see you there. Bitch. Yo te voté something, something. All right, welcome back to my favorite segment of the podcast where we get to talk some shit. Today we got two specific things we be talking shit about. One that happened last week and one that happened today, hoy, en el mundo. No, no. It, I mean, it did happen in the world because, you know, it was here. <laughs> the first person we're talking shit about is this bitch Karen Pence. Ew. I don't like calling women bitches. I only call my friends bitches. But she made a big deal that she's going back to teaching because she was the original teacher. She, the, and then she signed up. She's going back to teaching at this school 
in Washington, D.C. that, I mean, not that Washington, D.C., it's in Virginia. Ew, I hate Virginia. <laughs> okay, hard feelings. Uh, that basically makes teachers sign a, I guess, affidavit or whatever you want to call it, stating that they themselves are not LGBT or that they not support LGBT people. And so if you're an LGBT student or an LGBT teacher, you cannot work there. And so, bitch... I don't even know if I want to get into this. Go. Teachers. About uh, no, about Karen Pence teaching at a school that like discriminates about against LGBT teachers mm. and students. Ugh, I don't even want to talk about that shit. That's just ridiculous. just fuck you, bitch. Just literally big fuck you. Come on. Die. Don't, don't be a fucking teacher if you don't want to teach certain students. Uh, as a past teacher, I feel like whenever I hear this fucked up shit the teachers do, like the last thing I heard was on Halloween with the fucking teachers in Idaho dressed up like the wall and Mexican people. Well, and guess where they are? <sighs> Idaho? Idaho. And they're not even hoes because they can't get any. Isn't that like the state where potatoes are from? Yeah, it's a french fries, bitch. Yeah, <laughs> okay, the second thing we're going to be talking about is today in Washington, D.C., there was the Indigenous People's March. It was the very first annual Indigenous People's March. It also happened to be the March for Life, the first annual. And basically, it was a bunch of people marching. They are pro-life. And so they want abortion to be illegal in the United States. And by the majority, I meant they were the majority of the pro of the March for Life were men or like young men. I was like, of course, it doesn't affect you. Oh, wow. Men trying to tell women what they can do. Typical. Groundbreaking. White men to be exact. White men to be exact. So, Shaq, do you want to take what happened while we're talking shit about Covington Catholic High School? So basically, a Kentucky Catholic school may take disciplinary action. Bitch, Kentucky again? I know, right? Okay, go. We're not even talking about the fried chicken. <laughs> exactly. Now we're just talking about the Catholic school. Uh, but anyways, they're taking disciplinary actions with their students because they were wearing um, M-A-G MAGA hat. Make America Great Again hats. I really don't like saying that. Okay, cool. I know that. And they were taunting. These teenage boys were taunting Native American elders at the Indigenous People March in Washington. Literally, that's so disrespectful. There's, like, a video of it where, like, one of them is literally staring down this man who's, like, very calmly, you know, playing his drum and, like, ugh. And then there's all these other fucking white kids with their MAGA hats on, like, cheering them on and laughing and taking video, and they think it's so fucking hilarious. All I want to say is, where the fuck were the teachers? Teachers, where the fuck were you to allow this to happen? And these fucking kids, like, this is why our education system is in shambles. Because these fucking kids are going to grow up to be the the fucking Turners and the fucking uh, Brett Kavanaugh's and the fucking DJTs of our world, of the next generation. Because we're not fucking teaching them better to respect their elders, to expect to respect indigenous people that these fucking white people brought here and killed and took their fucking land. So let me remind you that you're on fucking stolen land, bitch. So yes, fucking fuck you, Covington Catholic High School. Vete la mierda. Mm-mm. Just bitch, no. I'm just over it. The fact, like, if I ever disrespect my elders, my mom will literally beat me. Una pinche bofetada en la cara. My mom would beat me with a fucking broom. Broom? Really? And my mom beat me with whatever was near her. Oh, I got And this is why I turned out spoon. to be a great man. <laughs> <laughs> bitch. 
I don't know about great. Okay, bitch, shade. I'm fucking amazing. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, okay, and I think that's all we're talking shit about this week. Um, we have no questions because the podcast has already gone way long. Um, and all I want to say to get off my mind is Shaq. I'm going to miss you, bitch. Stop. You're going to be gone for the longest. Nine months, bitch. Nine months. Nine fucking months. You're the gation of the group. And I am. No one is going to take your place. Yeah. Better not. No other gation is going to take the la- your place. Bitch, the last time I left and came back just to see them, I saw another gation in the group. I was like, oh, these bitches really replaced me after two What years. other gation? Mm. Uh, we're not talking about that because <laughs> I don't want to burn myself. Like burn, burn, bitch. Another one in the pocket. <laughs> Shaq, I'm gonna miss you no, so much. You. I hope you have so much fun, and Thank I hope you. you get a lot of Asian dick, um, and or dick where I don't know European dick, uh, South American dick, wherever you end up going. Uh, I have no preference, just a heads up, guys. African dick. <laughs> I don't know, bitch. I just, I'm naming all the countries where I know fucking a, a ship could go. Australian dick. Oh, Australian dick. Okay. Because they'll be like, oh, you want this dick? I might, sir. <laughs> <laughs> bitch, I'm done with you. So, with that, we're going to say thank you so much for listening to It's Just Dick Talk. This is episode 012. We're going to see you on episode 013, where I might just have another guest, and by that time, won't know who the new queens for season 11 are or at least they'll be confirmed because we all know who they are um and then i'm sure they're not going to reveal miss vanji because she's a surprise she's probably going to come in like how cynthia lee fontaine came you want to see my cuckoo again she's gonna say like miss vanji miss vanji (laughs) miss vanji that's probably the way she's gonna come back in watch that should have been the way we exited the podcast we should have that it's okay so shaq uh, can you tell them where they can find you on social medias on the social medias you can follow me on instagram my instagram handle is shock hanzo s-h-a-q-h-a-n-z-o is do you only have the instagrams yeah pretty much facebook is mostly just friends Bitch, maybe they want to be your friend. Follow him on Instagram. And remember, follow me on Instagram. Follow at It's Just a Talk. On Twitter, at It's Just a Talk. And Snapchat, at It's Just a Talk. If you have questions for La Opinion segment that we will be doing next week, because we have a lot of questions in that mailbox, please go ahead and send some questions at podcast.itsjustatalk at gmail.com. That is P-O-D... C-A-S dot I-T-S J-U-S-T A-T-A-L-K at gmail.com Bitch, that was a mouthful. And I'm I'm used to mouthfuls. Bitch, I'm so done with you. It took you so long just to spell that out. That's literally I'm sorry, public education. I love y'all. Thank you so much for listening. And I'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Ciao. Skin.